Hi everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm Smalia Erin Rosar and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. In today's episode, we're talking Halloween-inspired cocktails. And to do that, we're gonna take a walk down the liqueur aisle and I'm gonna be going over some of the brightly colored and really unique liqueurs that are available for you that you may see coming up in different recipes as you're searching for ideas for your parties or celebrations. I'm also gonna be sharing some information about some of the other ingredients that you may be asked for when creating some Halloween-inspired cocktails. So if you're ready, let's take a walk down the liqueur aisle. Today's episode is perfect for anybody who's ever wandered around the wine store, got to the section of the liqueurs, looked at all the amazing colors and different bottle shapes and sizes in front of you, and thought, I have no idea what they are or what's inside, so I'm going to look at them. I'll appreciate the colors, but I'm going to keep on walking. Now, a few times a year, you're gonna find during holiday celebrations that liqueurs are called for, especially if you're working with creating some wonderful, flavorful cocktails for celebrations. So in today's episode, I have for specific liqueurs that we're gonna be going over, and these are the liqueurs you're going to see in Halloween cocktail recipes. And what I'm also gonna be describing is some other ingredients that you may see and give you some helpful hints and tips about how you may be able to create some ingredients if you can't find exactly what the recipe is calling for. So before we talk about like what's inside the bottle, let's first define what a liqueur is. A liqueur is always going to be sweet and it's a base spirit, generally a grape spirit, that sweetener is added to and then it is flavored with fruits, spices, flowers, herbs, could be a secret ingredient of all of those, but a liqueur is always going to be sweet. And my caveat to you is a little bit goes a long way. So if you're looking at some recipes right now, you're gonna to wanna to make sure you do a little taste test potentially as you're making it, because sometimes depending on your own preference on how sweet you like things, you may find that some liqueurs are just a little too sweet and you don't need as much as what the recipe is calling for. I have chosen five specific liqueurs to talk to you about and these are the ingredients that seem to keep showing up in recipes so I thought it would be a great thing to go through them together so if you are in the wine store right now head on over to the liqueur aisle and let's get started and the first one we're going to look at is Midori so Midori is that green squared sloped shoulders. It's a bright green color, like a candy apple green. And it is going to be just a melon, bright ripe fruit flavored liqueur for you. Midori came out originally in 1964. It was made exclusively in Japan until 1987. And now it is made in different locations, but you'll find Midori used in not only Halloween cocktails because it gives us that green kind of spooky iridescent color, but you'll also find it in summertime cocktails because it does bring in that melon flavor. Now for fun, you can put Midori in a little Prosecco just for a simple cocktail. If you're looking for something a little bubbly, you can definitely have it over ice with a little bit of vodka. So you shake it up and that's how you're definitely going to see a lot of the, the green Halloween cocktails are generally using a, a vodka and a Midori mix. It's delicious, but it is very sweet. So like I said before, a little bit goes a long way. If you have a bottle of cure, sugar, is a natural stabilizer they're going to store for a long time you don't need to keep them in the fridge you can just keep them in a cabinet or whatever you have just out of the sunlight it makes it a little easier but the sweetness is going to act as a preservative so they are fine just waiting for the next time that you would like to use them 
Prosecco is your best friend to go with the liqueur aisle. You can put a whole bunch of different flavors from liqueur aisle. You can pick a flavor that you like. So Prosecco can be the best friend to the liqueur aisle in making some really unique signature cocktails. The next one I wanted to talk about is Chambord. And so Chambord is very popular, especially around the holiday, Christmas time, because it goes in the Cur Royale, which is champagne and a little bit of Chambord. And Chambord is a French liqueur. It's made up of blackberries, raspberries, and black currants. So it does have a strong berry flavor. It is sweet, but it does give that deep red Christmas color into a glass of champagne. And it's a beautiful inspired cocktail during the holidays. So you will see it there. How we use it at Halloween, a lot of time is you'll put that in first because it's very thick. So generally liqueurs go into the bottom of the glass if you're doing sort of a layer, but what it's going to do is it's going to sit, it's heavier than the other ingredients in any cocktail. And so the chambord is going to coat the bottom. Usually it's supposed to look like blood, if you will, in a Halloween cocktail, but it is delicious. So chambord is going to be the flavors of the berries are going to pull out of the chambord. And this is the crown shaped bottle you'll see with the pretty little capsule. If you have a bottle of it, don't worry about it going bad. The sugar is going to act as a preservative. Just just keep it out of the sun, but add it into a little bit of Prosecco. Prosecco is your best friend to go with the liqueur aisle. You can pick a flavor that you like in making some really unique signature cocktails. The other one you may see is creme de cassis, which some people will interchange with Chambord. I'll just tell you this because it may come up depending on what's available in the wine store where you're shopping is if the recipe calls for creme de cassis and they don't have it, you could interchange it with Chambord. Chambord is a mix of those berries, the black currants, raspberries, and blackberries, where creme de cassis is just black currants. So a little bit more intense flavor in the creme de cassis, but you could intermix them if you had to. There is an option there for you. Now let's talk about Hypnotique. This is that turquoise colored, beautiful bottle you'll see in the liqueur aisle. Now it's been out since 2001. And when it came out, it was the first liqueur of its style with that bright color. So it was definitely unique in regards to the turquoise blue. It looks a little bit like the Caribbean sea, if you will, in a bottle. And this is a, a beautiful drink in regards to making cocktails and that stunning, like I said, oceanic blue turquoise that comes through. And it is a French liqueur and it's made from fruit juices, vodka, and cognac. It's sweet. It's got lots of fruit flavors and it is delicious, but you're going to find it in Halloween cocktails because it does seem to glow a little bit. It has a, an iridescent color to it. It's lots of fun to play with in regards to how you can mix it up. You're going to get flavors of mangoes, oranges, some lovely lemon rind, nice warm citrus flavors, but you do have this tropical fruit flavor that comes through. Hypnotic, you're going to find in many Halloween cocktails, especially with that iridescent blue that they have. So maybe there's a, a mad scientist inspired cocktail and Hypnotic most likely is going to be one of your main ingredients. Now, the other style of cocktails that always shows up around Halloween is black. How do we make a black cocktail? And so there's a couple of ways we can do this. The first is obviously to find a black liqueur and the most common one that most people find and what you're going to find in some recipes is the Patron Exo Cafe, tequila based coffee liqueur with a little bit of chocolate edge on it. It's a strong flavored liqueur, but it will give you that black flavor. 
The other way you can create black, because we don't have a whole bunch of black liqueurs in the liqueur aisle, is you can take black jelly beans and basically make an infusion of them in vodka. Now, when you do this, not only are you gonna get the color, you're gonna get the flavor as well, which is a segue into, let's talk about infusions, because sometimes infusions can be your best friend. What an infusion means is you're gonna take a base spirit, generally we use vodka, though sometimes you can use gin, but let's just work with vodka right now, and you're going to put into it flavors or candies, something you want to have that flavor put into the vodka. So candy corn vodka, for example, you're gonna take some vodka, you're gonna put a mix, a handful of candy corn inside of it and let it sit at least 48 hours, just soaking up the flavors. And then you're going to, as you're making the infusion, you're going to have to be the judge of if your alcoholic base has enough of the flavor that you want in it. So when we're talking about black, you can do black jelly beans into vodka to get a black colored liquid, but you are going to pull out that black licorice flavor from the jelly beans. So just, you can't get the color if you're using uh, a candy, though you could use some food coloring if you wanna create black that way and you would just put it into vodka and follow the recipe that way. This also leads me to the discussion about activated charcoal. Right now we're seeing a lot of cocktails that are black, that are pretty slick and really cool to look at that use activated charcoal. And you can get this from the health food store if you're using it as a toothpaste capsule. So it's readily available. My only caution to you with activated Activated charcoal is remember that it is a super sponge. Activated charcoal, when you consume it, basically dries up everything in your system. So even if it's in a drink, you want to use activated charcoal in a moderate way because as much as it is a beautiful, makes a really cool looking cocktail, it's something to consider. It sounds a little funny, but I do want to let you know because as people are making Halloween cocktails, potentially you're going to see a lot of recipes with activated charcoal. So I just wanted to let you know, just an awareness point for you to be a little cautious with it. It's also important if somebody is taking prescription medicine that activated charcoal can perhaps lessen the effectiveness of the medicine because it's going to absorb everything. So FYI on that, kind of a random trivia bit there, but I think it's important to share as you're creating some Halloween cocktails. The other thing I wanna share with you about Halloween is punches are great fun. So if you are having people over, then don't forget about punches. They don't all have to be individual drinks for everybody. So look for some great punch recipes. There are fun ways to make ice. So you can put a plastic glove and fill it with water and make a hand ice cube in your punch bowl. So there's lots of fun things to do, but don't forget about punches in regards to celebrating. It can be a little bit easier for you as the host as well, or make a picture of a cocktail, leave a little note saying, please stir this magic potion and let guests if you're letting themselves serve themselves. But a pitcher cocktail can be fun as well. Plus in the Holloway theme, you're going to leave some instructions for sort of a mad scientist or stirring the potion. So a little bit of fun there for you as well. Now that we've gone down the liqueur aisle, let's just recap a little bit about what we've talked about today. So now you understand what a liqueur is. You know that a liqueur will always be sweet, that it's a mixture of a base spirit, then sweetened and flavored. And the flavors can come from fruits, vegetables, herbs, flowers, all kinds of interesting concoctions give us our liqueurs. We talked specifically about uh, hypnotic, Midori, 
Patron Exo Cafe and Chambord, so you'll have an idea. Now, does that mean that there aren't other liqueurs out there for you to try? Absolutely not. I just picked some of the most common ones that you'll see in recipes and some of the Halloween recipes. I highly recommend if you have some time, maybe it's a rainy afternoon, just wander down the liqueur aisle, pick up the bottle, see what you can learn on the back. There are some fascinating stories and some really fun history down the liqueur aisle. One of the easiest ways for you to make a signature cocktail is to find your favorite liqueur and add it into a glass of Prosecco. It's really going to change your experience with it and you can never go wrong with bubbles and a little bit of sweet so lots of fun there we also talked about how you could make your own infusions so you're going to need a base spirit and then I usually say about a handful depending on the size you can do this in just a glass jar you don't need any special equipment to make an infusion though I do always recommend that you do it in a glass container so if you have a, a pickle jar that is now not being used anymore keep one of those around home if you want to start playing with making some infusions and then you're going to add some vodka and whatever candy or flavors that you think you'd want to do. People have done Skittles, you can throw some vanilla bean in, you can make all kinds of flavors and hopefully you're feeling inspired to maybe play with a few Halloween cocktail recipes for yourself this year. So whether you're celebrating at home, you're going out, having some people over, taking the kids out and you're just going to deserve a grown-up treat at the end of it, then hopefully you have some ideas now that you'll be able to share. As always, it has been wonderful to hang out with you today. I hope you have a new understanding and appreciation for some of the grown-up treats waiting in the liqueur aisle. Now, if you are a Halloween candy fan, then I have a special surprise for you in that I have recorded a really fun Halloween candy mini course. So just head on over to my website, winegirlacademy.com, where you'll be able to find that mini course. It's free and you can take it and learn all about how to pair wines with some of your favorite Halloween candy treats along with some hostess ideas, shopping lists for both the wines and the candies, and it's a lot of fun. So if you love Halloween candy and you love wines, you're definitely gonna wanna check it out. I hope you've had lots of fun with me today. If you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll never miss an episode. I'm wishing you a safe and wonderful Halloween. Cheers to you. Bye now.